0: Six easy steps to decide whether limited company, sole trader, or partnership is right for your business. Hello from the team at UltraTax, the Sunderland-based accountancy firm that is on a mission to help all northeast-based small businesses like yours understand tax and develop strategies to really make your money work for you. So this is the very first as well. Quite exciting. So this is the very first in the series of the Plain English Guide to Tax and All Things Money. This week, we are going to be helping all you would-be business owners make the right choice between registering as a limited company, bringing a partner on board, or going it alone as an entrepreneurial sole trader. We're going to list what we feel to be the six most important considerations in making that decision. At the end of each section, you can make a note of whether, for that section, you prefer limited company, sole trader, or partnership. Add your results up at the end, and whichever option you've chosen the most should give you a pretty good indication as to where your heart truly lies. So, grab a drink, take a seat, somewhere with a commanding view of the Time Bridge of the Baltic for a spot of inspiration, and let's begin. Question number one. Does your business need outside investment now or in the future? Okay, the first one is limited company. As a limited company, you will gain access to more funding opportunities. Business finance sources and investors are more inclined to to support limited companies than sole traders due to the added legal protection and tax advantages. However, please do note that if you're a new limited company without a track record, lenders may require personal guarantees before financing you. Sole Trader Raising business finance as a sole trader can be difficult, as lenders and investors tend to favour limited companies. This means the growth of your business could be slower than if you were running a limited company. Unfortunately, Financing a business as a partnership may prove to be a more feasible option compared to being a sole trader, especially if your financial history and credit score is less than stellar. The benefits of having a partner is that you won't have to face this challenge alone. However, it's crucial to keep in mind that both partners share the responsibility of paying any loans and are equally liable to face the consequences of bankruptcy or loss of personal assets if the business fails to pay off its debts. Okay, question number two How much control do you want over your business? As a limited company, Your business is a legal entity separate from yourself. However, since it lacks consciousness, you and your fellow directors must make decisions on its behalf. Compared to sole trader businesses, limited companies require more paperwork and are definitely less straightforward. To guarantee proper financial, administrative and process operations, you may want to, probably will have to, delegate control to those who specialise in such tasks if you want your business to succeed. Sole traders, well, you're the only one in the business, so you can make all the decisions without needing to consult shareholders, partners or your mum. Though do bear in mind that with this freedom you still answer to your customers. They expect your product or service to be delivered to a certain standard and within a certain time frame. I'm assuming, so if you let them down uh, then running the business could be an uphill struggle. Partnerships are very similar to sole traders here yeah? except there are two or more people taking an agreed amount of control over the business. There are different ways of doing this, but generally, partners draw up a legally binding partnership agreement, which outlines how money is distributed, the roles and responsibilities of each partner, and, of course, who has control of making business decisions. Question number three. Is being tax efficient important to you? Of course it is. Well, if you're a limited company with this particular business structure, you can enjoy higher profitability potential because of a more tax efficient setup. See, sole traders face income tax rates of 20 to 45 percent. Oh, my goodness, I hear you saying. You, however, as a limited company, only pay 19% corporation tax, which is a significant saving. And that's not all. You'll also be eligible for more allowances and tax-deductible expenses. Plus, shareholders can enjoy tax-efficient dividends that are not subject to national insurance contributions and are taxed at lower rates than regular PAYE salaries. Sole traders, on the other hand, well, we've just said the disadvantages there. You could be paying up to 45% income tax. Um, As a sole trader, you're taxed on the profits or losses of your business, regardless of what you've withdrawn from your business account. So, you may want to think about uh, forming a limited company if your business is thriving and you can afford to keep some of the profits within the company itself. How are business partnerships? Wouldn't it be nice if taking a business partner effectively halved your tax liability? Unfortunately, it doesn't. Partnerships, partnerships in this sense, are treated exactly the same as sole traders and carry the same tax burden. Question number 4. What is the size of your business? Well, let's go for limited company first. As usual, do you remember that classic line from the first Spider-Man movie? With great power comes great responsibility. I don't know, talking like that. It's Aunt May who actually says that line. It would freak Spider-Miner if she talked like that. Anyway, it applies to owning a big business too. When you're responsible for employees, payroll, taxes, legal disputes, and so much more, it can get very overwhelming. That's why it's smart to consider making your business a limited liability company. That way you won't be personally liable if something goes wrong. With all the responsibilities that come with big business, why would you ever take an unnecessary risk? So if your business is or is sensibly projected to be a large business, limited company is definitely the safer route. How about Soul Trader? If you're a lifestyle business owner, think plumbers, electricians, painters, decorators, superheroes, we mentioned Spider-Man. You likely prefer to focus on your craft rather than dealing with financial matters and paperwork. And if your primary goal is to maintain a comfortable standard of living with just one or two employees perhaps, staying as a sole trader may well be the best option for you. This structure already works well for some of our clients based in Newcastle, Hartlepool, Sunderland, Durham, actually just quite a lot of places, who can attest to its simplicity and effectiveness. And finally, partnerships. Having a partnership does not necessarily mean that the business is any bigger than that of a sole trader. And given that the rules for a partnership are for the most part exactly the same as they are for a sole trader, look at the size of your company, both now and projected, and make an informed decision. Okay, question number five. How much do you like paperwork and facts and figures? Incidentally, we love it at tax. It's it's what we live for. Anyway, a limited company. Starting and running a limited company can be overwhelming with all the paperwork involved, from registering with Companies House to getting a unique taxpayer reference number to setting up a business bank account which is a legal requirement, to sorting out salary, expenses, registering for PAYE and VAT, appointing board members and shareholders to writing your memorandum and articles of association. There are definite advantages, as we have seen, to having a limited company, but if you don't love paperwork, then the, uh, the masses and masses of paperwork you have to do is certainly not one of them. How about being a sole trader? Becoming a sole trader is a straightforward process with minimal paperwork, making it a great option for anyone looking to start a business. Compared to setting up a limited company, the required documentation is basic. It won't take up much of your time. You simply register for self-assessment, keep track of sales and expenses, and submit a tax return annually. Depending on your business type, you may require additional customised paperwork. If you're in the construction industry, it's worth considering registering with the Construction Industry Scheme, weirdly that's shortened to CIS. How about the partnership? The partnership is very much the same as the sole trader option here, except there are at least two of you so you can effectively share the little paperwork you have to do in next to no time, and then go and gloat in the offices of the limited company next door as they try to cope with the avalanche of paperwork. And finally, question number six. How much of your profits do you want to keep for yourself? Moo-ha-ha. As he thinks of Scrooge McDuck sitting in that basement, showering himself in money, and... Anyway, right, as a limited company, if you're considering a limited company, it's important to understand the boundaries of your profit sharing. Whilst you won't be able to claim all of the profits for yourself, an Articles of Association Agreement will clearly outline how the profits will be distributed, including any of the dividends. Do keep in mind, however, that you'll also need to account for corporation tax and potentially VAT payments. Additionally, other shareholders and directors will have a say in the company's financial decisions. So stay informed and navigate these limitations for your optimal financial success. What about the sole trader? Whatever is left in your bank account after your expenses and legal tax requirements are taken care of is all yours. You can pack up, have an extended holiday in Gateshead or Hartlepool, perhaps go swimming in the Tyne depends on how much you've got in your profits i suppose and your partnership is exactly the same as a sole trader but in all eventuality you will have a partnership agreement that outlines exactly how much of the profits are to be distributed as salary and how much is to stay in the company to pay for business development and now a final summing up yes that was a deliberate pun because we're accountants that's about it for our first post. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it helpful. We will be continuing our ongoing crusade to speak tax and plain English and help our Northeast business community really make the most of their money. So, if you'd like to join our VIP list, we'd love to have you. (laughs) You'll receive loads of new resources, uh, real-time money-saving advice. Just uh, log on to ultratax.com and uh, go to the blog and fill in the form at the foot of the blog. It's been wonderful speaking with you, and we shall see you next week.